When Oliver Cowdery taught school in Manchester, he became friends with David Whitmer. They believed that Joseph Smith received gold plates from an angel and agreed to let each other know what they learned. When Oliver moved to Harmony to help with the translation, he wrote David that Joseph knew details of his life that no one could have known except by revelation from God and testified of the truthfulness of the work. While translating in Harmony in May 1829, Joseph and Oliver were threatened with persecution. With help from the Lord and Emma's family, they were kept safe, but knew they must leave. Oliver had written letters about the translation process and the Book of Mormon to David that he shared with his family. Oliver then wrote that it was God's will for David to bring his team and wagon and move them to his home in Fayette, 30 miles from Manchester, where they could safely finish the translation. The Whitmer family agreed to welcome them into their home, but David first needed to plow and prepare 20 acres. His father said to pray about it, and the Spirit told David to finish his work before he left. He awoke the next morning to find that someone had plowed six acres during the night, and he was able to finish much faster. He then needed to prepare the soil, but found this also had already been done for him, and was told that three men no one knew had done it faster and better than anyone had ever seen. His father was astonished and said, There must be an overruling hand in this. He told David to go as soon as he finished his work, and with this divine help he was able to leave sooner than expected. While returning with Joseph and Oliver about the first of June, a pleasant, nice-looking man greeted them by the side of their wagon. David invited him to ride with them, but he said he was going to Camorra. David didn't know what that name meant and looked at Joseph. The man then disappeared, and Joseph said he was Moroni, who had taken the plates from him just before their journey. By early June 1829, they began translating in Fayette. Peter Whitmer's sons David, Peter Jr., and John were Joseph and Oliver's age in their 20s. They were soon baptized and zealously desired to know their duties in the work of the Restoration. Joseph asked the Lord, and with a Urim and Thummim, he received sections 14 through 16. Section 14 was given for David, and told of the marvelous work about to be made known to mankind, and the white field that was ready for harvest, which probably meant more to him because of the divine help he received with his own field. He was promised that if he kept the commandments and endured to the end, God would give him eternal life, which is the greatest of all his gifts. The Lord said if he would ask the Father in his name and faith, believing, he would receive the Holy Ghost, stand as a witness of things he would both hear and see, and declare repentance unto this generation. David became one of the three witnesses of the Book of Mormon, and remained faithful to his testimony of it, which is recorded in every copy. The revelation ends with the Lord telling him he was called to assist in the work, and if faithful, he'd be blessed both spiritually and temporally with a great reward. David served as the church president in Missouri, and even though he disagreed with Joseph and left the church, he never denied his testimony of the Book of Mormon. As he was dying, he told his family, I want to say to you all, the Bible and the record of the Nephites is true, so you can say that you have heard me bear my testimony on my deathbed. Section 15 was given for John, and section 16 for Peter Jr., with the exception of the word unto in verse 5, these are the only revelations in the Doctrine of Covenants with the exact same wording. The Lord told them as their Redeemer to listen to his words, he spoke with sharpness and power, and that his arm was over all the earth. 
He said that he would tell them what no man knoweth, save me and thee alone, and that they desired many times to know what was of most worth to them. They were blessed for this desire, along with speaking the words he gave them according to his commandments. He ended the revelations by telling them the most valuable thing they could do is to declare repentance unto this people, that you may bring souls unto me, that you may rest with them in the kingdom of my Father. The Whitmer family played important roles in many events of the Restoration, including the organization of the church in their home and the first mission to the American Indians. David's mother Mary was very busy with her eight children and these three new guests. She worked very hard that hot summer, but had faith in Joseph's calling, and did not complain as he dictated the translation upstairs while Oliver, Emma, or one of her family wrote for him. Out by the barn one day, she was surprised to see a gray-haired man with a knapsack. He said his name was Moroni, that she'd been very faithful and diligent in her labors, and it was proper that she receive a witness to strengthen her faith. He took the gold plates from his knapsack and held them in front of her, turning the pages so she could see the writings on them. He urged her to be patient and faithful as she carried this extra burden a little longer and promised she would be blessed for it. He then disappeared and she was no longer troubled by her workload. The Book of Mormon prophesies that three witnesses shall assist to bring forth this work and be shown the plates so they could know and bear witness of the truth. Martin Harris asked if he could be a witness, and the Lord told him in section 5 he could qualify if he chose to be humble and faithful. Oliver Cowdery was told in section 6 that he should assist to bring forth my work, and in section 14 the Lord called David Whitmer to assist, and if he asked God in faith he would stand as a witness of the things he heard and saw. The translation was almost finished in June 1829, and these three men pled with Joseph to ask the Lord if they could be the prophesied witnesses. He prayed and received section 17 by the Urim and Thummim. Then told Martin, You have to humble yourself before God this day and obtain a forgiveness of your sins. If you will do this, it is God's will that you, Oliver, and David should look upon the plates. The Lord promised that by relying on his word with faith and full purpose of heart, they'd also be shown the actual Book of Mormon artifacts of the breastplate, Sword of Laban, the Urim and Thummim, and the Liahona. They were commanded to testify of them by the power of God to fulfill the Lord's righteous purposes and support Joseph's faith, testimony, and translation of the plates. In verse 6, the Lord bore his own testimony, the truth of the Book of Mormon. The witnesses were promised that if they kept these commandments, the gates of hell would not prevail against them, and they would be lifted up at the last day. Joseph, David, Oliver, and Martin went into the woods near the Whitmer home and knelt down to pray, with much faith that God would show them what he'd promised. Joseph prayed first and was followed by the others, but nothing happened. They each prayed again with the same result, and then Martin said he was responsible for the Lord's silence, and he humbly left. They knelt again, and after much prayer and supplication, they saw a bright light shining above them. An angel stood before them and held out the plates, turning them over so they could see the engravings. Then a heavenly voice said, These plates have been revealed by the power of God. The translation of them, which you have seen, is correct, and I command you to bear record of what you now see and hear. Joseph left and found Martin fervently engaged in prayer. He knelt beside him, and they saw the same vision that David and Oliver had just seen. Martin cried out, Mine eyes have beheld, and he was overcome with joy. Joseph helped him up, and they returned to the Whitmer home rejoicing.
Joseph entered the room where his parents and Mrs. Whitmer were visiting and said, Father, mother, you do not know how happy I am. The Lord has caused the plates to be shown to three more besides me. They have also seen an angel and will have to testify to the truth of what I have said, for they know for themselves that I do not go about to deceive the people. He said his heart rejoiced to be relieved of his burden, almost too heavy to bear, of being the only witness of the plates. Martin came in and testified of what he saw and heard, as did Oliver and David. They wrote their testimony to the world that they'd seen the engraved plates and heard the voice of God state they were translated correctly. We declare with words of soberness that an angel of God came down from heaven, and he brought and laid before our eyes that we beheld and saw the plates and the engravings thereon. To be obedient unto the commandments of God, we bear testimony of these things." Eight other witnesses, who were all part of the Smith or Whitmer family, also saw and handled the plates. These men, along with Martin, Oliver, and David, all fulfilled the Lord's righteous purposes, and we are able to accept or reject their testimony and be accountable for that choice. We need to remember that the most important witness of the Book of Mormon is our own that we receive from the Holy Ghost by reading it and then following Moroni's admonition to ask if it is true.